right hello welcome to our random teaching uh, is a special uh, session unlike the usual live teachings you normally have so in this session we're dealing with two core issues which we threw a poll in the house and um, a lot of us voted and some said let's take one issue others said let's take the other and then majority um, came to the agreement and that we deal with the two issues and today we'll be looking at how to deal with um, sexual urge, sexual drive as, as, as singles and we'll also be looking at strategies to deal with trivial matters in relationships. So these are the two core areas that we'll be looking at today in our random teaching. Uh, by the way, our random teaching is always uh, a teaching that doesn't really have a topic given to it that we need from different angles, but this time we're able to streamline it to two different directions and we'll hit uh, the home, we'll hit it running right away. Let's pray. Our dear Lord, we thank you for this rare opportunity you have given to us. In a time like this, uh, teachings that come from grace are so rare because the itchy ears of men are looking for what they just want to hear. But here you have given us the opportunity to be a vessel, to be instrument that you will use to bring out teachings that still represent the kingdom of God. And so we thank you for this opportunity. We don't trivialize, we don't take it for granted. We are grateful. Thank you, Almighty God, in the name of Jesus. We commit this time into your hands, dear Lord. I commit myself into your hands. I ask for God that you speak through me. You deal with issues in our hearts. You solve problems that we have in our relationships and most importantly we ask God that you help us to represent you well here on earth help us to be your ambassador help us to live our lives to your glory in the name of Jesus no matter oh God the pressure that may come from here right left center Lord help us to keep standing by your grace we will keep standing in the name of Jesus thank you father in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Right, five minutes gone. Let's hit it on. All right, the first one we're starting with is dealing with sexual urge as a single. All right, now, the urge we have, uh, we're talking about sexual urge, we have um, sexual drive. I need to let us know that... Um, I want to ask a question. Let me start with that. I'll ask a question. Uh, don't answer me, but answer me in your heart. Yes. Yes. Um, is there anyone here who does not at any time feel like having sex and you are not married? Yes. I know you've answered. Okay. All right. Probably you don't have such um, experience. <laughs> this is coming from me and uh, and yes God is also involved in it I have this counsel for you please see your doctor to check you, check your vitals to ensure that nothing is wrong because it is absolutely healthy for you to have the drive for sex yes 
it is godly <laughs> it's normal there is nothing wrong with you yes there's nothing wrong with you if you have that desire sometimes as guys you wake up in the morning yes that early morning and before you know it as you're trying to tell the lord good morning lord your penis is already standing and also greeting you good morning and then within you emotions arise you feel you just have that desire oh i just wish someone was there it's normal and as a lady you wake up and you know your nipples are standing this i'm calling names because uh we are in a, a system now where Christians find it difficult to call things by their name. And anything you cannot name has, over, has overwhelmed you. So permit me to call names, call things by their names. Yes, if you were in biology class, it was actually called by their names. You, you know, you see it rise and, and, you know, your body is just, you know, awake. You just feel there is a guy beside you to cuddle and all that. It is normal. It is absolutely normal. There is nothing wrong with you. Yeah. But does it mean that uh, you should give it a, attention or to allow it find expression? Uh -huh. That is where we now deal with the issue, right? And specifically how God wants us to deal with the issue. Now, let me come from this angle. There are two, um, there are two core factors that um, influence our sexual drive there are two factors that feed our sexual drive what are the two factors we have intrinsic factor and extrinsic factor hope i'm not giving you a big drama it's not too big intrinsic means from within right yes normal and then extrinsic means uh, from without fantastic now the normal one the healthy one is one that comes from within that shows that your body is alive that shows that your homes are alive that shows that your organs are functioning at optimal yes you have the urge you have the drive you feel like expressing just like cells that want to find quickly find expression yes it's normal but should i then feed this very desire because it's normal the answer is no why because it does not please god for me to do it for me to have sex just because i feel like it as a single wait the bible says that there is time for, for everything ecclesiastes chapter 3 there is a time for everything in fact if you Go down to Proverbs. Proverbs made it very clear. In fact, I love that scripture. I read it to my wife sometimes. You know, it said, let's drink water from your own system. It's in the scripture. Proverbs 5, Proverbs 7. Drink water from your own system. It said, let, let your wife's breast satisfy you. I read that scripture to her. She laughs to know whenever I read that scripture. Meaning that God has given this as a gift, but then you cannot dip your hand into this gift until the time is set. There is a set time for everything, and that is in marriage. And so you don't allow it fine expression. Holy Spirit has given us self-control, yes. And so when you depend on him, it gives you the self-control to take care of this. 
So it's normal that you wake up sometimes, you feel like having someone cuddle you. It's normal. But there are things you can do that can help you take care of it. That is for the intrinsic factor. Now, what about the extrinsic factor? The extrinsic factor is now the aspect whereby you are the one feeding it. Yeah. There are things you can do that will stir the desire. There are things that you do that will stir the drive, that will make you want to run crazy about this. I just want to have sex with someone. Or uh, the word that is generally used, I want to fuck. Yeah, it's still me, it's still Brajon that is talking. <laughs> it's not someone else. Yes. We can't hear these things and then keep it aside. These are these these very things are things that are killing children of God today. In the last days, the devil the devil has poured out the spirit of disobedience in the air, and he's using sex as a tool to draw many out of the Christendom. Do not be a victim. And so, if you are not well informed, the information out there will deform you. You need to be well informed. That's that. So there are there are there are external factors that uh, uh, influence our drive. And what are these external factors? I will start with the ones that you know yourself. Let me start from this point. What you see with your eyes, yes. The thoughts you allow in your mind, yes. What you hear, right? There are different scenarios which I'll quickly play out now. Let me start with what you see with your eyes. You have your phone. Fantastic. You have data. Beautiful. And then you are on social media platforms. We have we have WhatsApp. Yes, WhatsApp. Yes. You have uh, Instagram. You have Facebook. You have, you have Twitter. In fact, let me start with Twitter. Just yesterday, I was on Twitter and I saw a tweet by someone right? I don't know the person. I don't follow the person. I was just uh, browsing through. I clicked on the tweets to uh, see comments. Guess what? This same person that tweeted this, you know how Twitter is? When you tweet um, the first one, then inside it, you have other tweets that will be other comments that will become generating. So this same person that tweeted this, the next thing the person tweeted was what? A link that leads to a group on telegram or whatsapp or different platforms for what for nude pictures for anything that has to do with nude xxx and all that my goodness the devil has emasculated himself he has come in diverse ways his he, his strategy is still the same he only repackages it so because you are curious uh, so I can see as a lady, oh, I can see a naked man there, okay? Let me even see what is going on here. Please don't see. I'm begging you, don't see. That is how the devil comes. He's so, he comes so subtle. The same way he came to Eve. He came, did God really say that you should not eat of this fruit, of this tree? Right? And the next thing that happened to Eve was that she observed, she looked, she looked, she looked at the tree and looked at the fruit and saw that it was desirable. If you do not look, you will not desire. Write that down. And so that's always a strategy to call you in to look. 
And when you look, what you have seen, you can't remove easily just like that. You can't. It can't just go away. Sometimes you may not think about it at that time. It is when you get home at night when you are lying down on the bed. Then the devil knows the right time to play. He comes back in your mind and plays back the picture. And then your body starts responding. Can I tell you something? Jesus said, the words I speak to you, they are spirits and they are life. That's Jesus. If Jesus says that the words he speaks, they are spirits and they are life, it also means that the words the devil speaks, spirit around, they are spirits, yes, yes. But then, they are not life, they are dead. They, they, they have one mission. His mission is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And so the moment you look at it, you get yourself trapped. Do not look. Mind what you see. The external factors are what you see. You, you know, okay, that's that's for that's for Twitter. Uh, look at Facebook has adopted uh, reels now. Reels started with um, what is it called? With Instagram, and 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 it's it's so crazy on Instagram. It's so crazy on Instagram. During my days, I'm telling you the gospel truth. I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power unto salvation. If you are here, you are still in my past that I'm going to tell you now. This is a moment for God to set you free. It's a moment for God to set you free. And so during those days, there are places on that very Instagram that when you enter there, I mean, it takes the grace of God to deliver you. The devil is not joking. He is not joking. So do not look. Do not look. In those days, after looking, and I feel there's nothing, nothing has happened. At night, he comes back to play, play back in my mind. And the next thing that follows is masturbation. You can't be sleeping with yourself as a way of finding a release, finding ease. No, that is not God's stipulated standard. It is not God's way. That's one part. That's social media. Facebook has started his own and many people are generating content and the devil has his missionaries. The devil has his soldiers who are also generating content that will pollute your mind, that will pollute your heart, that will pollute your spirit. Do not give in. That's on social media. You have a friend in your life, probably your boyfriend or your girlfriend or someone you're in a relationship with, yes? Okay, and then the devil sets in. It's normal, I say it again, it's normal to have this desire, right? But then it's, what is abnormal is feeding it when you are not in the right setting, which is marriage. Avoid whatever situation that will lead you into feeding your sexual drive. Do not feed it. Do not feed it. Okay, thank you, uh, John, for telling me I shouldn't feed it. Now, how how can I deal with it? Is this disturbing me? How can I deal with it? Like, I just feel like having someone who give it to me. How? And I really want to serve God. But the thoughts keep barraging my mind. I don't know what to do. How can I deal with this? It's a trouble. Help me, John. What can I do? This is help. I help is in the name of the Lord. And the Lord has given us his help. 
there are three strategies that can help you deal with your sexual drive as a single. They are they, they are very, very effective. Very effective. The first one is disobey. Disobey the desire, disobey the feelings. This was actually what helped me stop masturbation. Yeah. Disobey. Disobey the first, disobey the second day, disobey the third day. You feel like you don't do it. Just don't do it. The first day, the second day, the third day, the fourth day, the fifth day. And it's so many years now, I haven't looked back. God has been faithful. When God sees that your heart is willing, he empowers you with his grace. I pray for someone who is listening to this right now. You are asking God to help you. Receive his help in the name of Jesus. Receive his help to overcome this trouble in the name of Jesus. It will not swallow you. The devil has a strategy. And the strategy is to lie. He tells lies. Whatever the devil is giving you can never be anything that looks like the truth. It's always lies. So he comes and paints it so well. The devil will tell you it's not possible. That's a lie already. Even the word impossible, look at it critically from a different from a, a different perspective with a mind shift, you'll see that it means I'm possible. I can do this, it's possible. So you come to tell you that it's not possible. It is possible. And so that's the first thing. Disabuse your mind from it's possible. It's impossible. I, I know someone now who is struggling with um with drugs and one thing that is helping him deal with it is because he believes it's possible to stop. And for a long time now, he's been, he's been, he's been away. He's going through a rehab. He's going through, you know, a separation from it. And God is helping him because he sees willingness. When God sees willingness in you, he feeds on your willingness. Oh, I love the, the scripture in, in Mark chapter 9, verse 23. It says, if you can everything is possible to him for him that believes if you can if you are willing if you can believe that's just it believe and then you see god uh, working it out for you that's the first thing disobey the feeling the second strategy is okay before we look at the second strategy let's see a scripture second corinthians chapter 10 verse 5. you have your bible second corinthians chapter 10 verse 5. what did he say okay let me let me back up to um verse three for though we live in the world we do not wage war against the world as the world does sorry the weapons the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world on the contrary they have divine power to demolish strongholds verse five now we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I love that. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. Look at 5 again, the, the latter part of verse 5. It says, it says, we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. How do you disobey? Take captive of the thought and make it obedient to Christ. Turn it to Christ. I don't know the kind of relationship you have with Jesus, but when it comes to that point and you are helpless, your help is in the name of the Lord. Call on him. Lord, this is how I feel. 
I feel like having sex right now. This is how I feel. But I'm not going to do it because it does not please you. I'm not married. I'm trusting you to bring the spouse for me. And I'm going to wait. I feel helpless, but my help is in your name. Help me, Lord. Captive. It's not you that will take the captive. It's the Spirit of God in you that will take captive of that thought. So send it back to him. Lord, take captive of this thought. Make it obedient to Christ. Oh, Jesus will never see you make those declarations with sincerity and willingness in your heart, and he will turn it back on you. Never. That is not the God we serve. He won't do that. He won't. And so that's how you obey. I mean, that's how you disobey the feelings. Disobey. Don't pay attention to it. Don't give it attention. Anything you focus enhances. That's the truth. Even physics teaches it. Anything you focus, anything you pay attention to. Oh, I love the scripture. It's a looking unto Jesus. Focusing on Jesus, the author and finish of our faith. And that brings me to the next one, the next strategy. Intentionally switch your thoughts to other things. Yeah. Intentionally, not by chance. You don't leave things by chance. If you leave things by chance, the devil will ride on that momentum and deal with it. Yeah. Intentionally switch your thoughts. And which is just what I'm talking about now, about capturing it. And there are good thoughts to think about. Philippians 4, verse 8, listed the good thoughts to think about. What kind of thought that should be allowed in your mind? So you have to be intentional about it. It's a battle. It's a battle. Galatians 5, verse 16 said it. It's a battle. Your spirit, the spirit of God and the devil are always in your mind. And they need one must have control. The one you allow is the one that will control. So what kind of thoughts should take over your mind? You say, finally, whatever is true, yeah? Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure. I love this part of purity, whatever is pure. So the question is, this thought that is going through my mind, is it pure? Is it edifying my spirit? Is he allowing me to connect with God? Can I give you a secret? I'm still coming back to this purity. Let me get, tell you something. Each time I think about sex as a single, and I, in those days while I was a single, each time I think about I have this what I'm describing to you now, I feel guilty. Yes, as a mere thinking about it, I'm sure someone here has that experience too. I feel guilty immediately by the thoughts. And I'll tell you why you feel, I'll tell you why you feel guilty by the thoughts in when I when we look at Matthew. I'll tell you why. It's, the scripture is there. I feel guilty and I feel dirty. So it's not pure. And the scripture says that the pure in heart will see God. Oh, you can't see God and relate with him if impurity has taken over your mind. If impurity has taken over your thoughts. You need to declutter your mind. Declutter your mind by filling your mind with things that are pure. Can I tell you something? If you say you don't want to think about um, this very uh, desire, right? If you do not fill your mind with something else, the devil will still come back and you'll come back harder. He will hit harder. That's what he does. I read the scripture and, and, and it says that when uh, demons are cast out of the body, 
and that body is not filled, right? What happens? The demon goes and gets seven more wicked, more wicked demons, and then the state of that person's life will be worse than the former. That's the scripture. So you need to switch your mind from this to that, and these are the things. So whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, praiseworthy, think about such things. Let's look at praiseworthy. This is actually something that can help you. See, when your body is acting up, when your body is uh, calling for attention, this time it might be intrinsic. You are not actually uh, doing anything. You are not seeing anything or reading anything that is uh, making you have the drive for sex, right? It can be, it's the normal and it's coming. Even if it's the other, it's normal, it's coming. I've told you to cut out the, the external. Let's look at the internal now. It's there and you feel strong about this. Can I tell you something? There's something you can do that can help switch your thoughts immediately. Pick up one song. Can I tell you, you don't feel like doing what I'm saying, going to say now. You won't feel like doing it. When you start doing it, when you do the right thing, you will feel right. That's so what can you do? Praiseworthy. Pick up a song. That love you want to make, make it with the Holy Spirit. Pick up a song and start worshiping. You don't need to feel like it before you do it. You have to be intentional because your soul is at the bargain. The devil is bargaining for your soul. That's the truth. And you, should, you can't give him a foothold. Pick up a song and start worshiping start worshiping you may not start with a song you can start with words you don't feel like it but do it keep doing it continue lord i want to make love with you yes i feel like making love with somebody but i'm not married you are the spouse that i have now i am married to you because i'm part of the church i want to make love with you can you start praising him can you start extolling him can you start uh, exalting him, give him names, bless him, and then go into song. I tell you, when you're done without worship, you'll be right. That's the truth. And what's the last strategy here? Very important. Heal the triggers. Yeah. I mentioned that in the second one, and I'm, and I'm going to emphasize that more here. Kill every trigger. Anything that triggers you, your, your, your sexual drive, you need to kill it. And so those sites that you go to, you know that page in, on, on Facebook, you know that very page, that when you click, you know the kind of view you watch there. Yes, you know. You know. Holy Spirit is letting you know. You know. Can you just delete that very page? Stop following. Can tell Facebook that you don't want to see this again. Some of the things I do when I see such things, I tell Instagram that, I don't, I, I, I don't want to see this again. And then they cut it off and subsequently it will not appear again. It's possible. There are several ways you can take care of this. Cut it out. When the scripture says run, this is how you run. You cannot say you are trying to run and you are still romancing what is triggering your, your drive. No. You can't, you can't eat with the devil. You can't. If you have something that belongs to him, he has a place in your life. So cut out whatever is triggering it. If there is anybody that whenever you please visiting that person, you go back home, 
feeling guilty. You go back home and, 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 and you've sinned against God. Can you stop seeing that person? And that, here is scripture, Matthew chapter 5 that I talked about. Matthew chapter 5 verse 27. Matthew chapter 5 verse 27. I'll start from 27 and then I'll read down to verse 30. Yes, I'm right there. And it says, you have heard it. You have heard that it was said, do not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. 29. If your right eye causes you to sin, gorge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to, to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. And that's exactly what it means. Now, this is metaphorical. <laughs> it is. Yes. Jesus is it actually in red. So, yeah, Jesus' words. Jesus is not telling you to cut off your hand <laughs> physically or to take, what is it called, uh, a knife and then gorge your eyeballs. No, that's not what he's saying. It's metaphorical, right? What he's just saying is that whatever is triggering your desire for sin, for sex, and you know you're married, can you cut it out? Disconnect from it. Totally. Disconnect. Burn the bridge. Burn the bridge. That's a chapter in my book. Burn the bridge. Disconnect. Totally. Disconnect. You have nothing to do with it. The more you keep it, the more it will lead you deeper. And those are the three strategies. Let me reiterate them. The first one is disobey the desire of feelings. The longings, the drive, disobey. And I give you a scripture, 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5. Read it with Amplified Version. You, you get something there. I don't have time to go into it. The next one, intentionally switch your thoughts to other things. And not just anything, but things that are pure. For the pure in heart to see God. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. And then the last strategy, kill the triggers. Kill the tri triggers. Matthew chapter 5, 27 to 30. Woo! And that's just the first one. I don't know if I can still move to the next. I don't know if I can still move to the next. I think we have to move, continue this next month. Yeah. I'll be teaching you strategies to deal with trivial matters in a relationship. Trivial matters, when you talk about trivial, it's something that can be ignored. <laughs> but I tell you, as little as they seem, as little as they seem, they can destroy a relationship. I mean, the relationship that God actually started by Himself. As little as they seem, they can destroy it. So I have to take that next month. Yeah, my wife just said something now. She's here. The little foxes that spoil the vine. That's exactly what they are. The little things, they, they seem so little, ignorable. But then, as ignorable as they seem, they are not always ignorable when the fight starts. 
you can't you're not as ignorable when the fight starts so i have to take this next month so keep a date with me next month next month is september the first saturday in september so we have dealt with um strategies for dealing with sexual drive during our heart matters we look at this keeper yes uh the coordinator for heart matters will will handle this i don't know how the angle she will take care of this however this is where i'm stopping but i'm not stopping without asking you to bring your questions if you have a question you want to ask or something you need a clarification on i am here and you have a comment please go ahead i know you've been blessed let me hear you please bless you what part which of the strategies uh hit differently good evening sir good evening i've been blessed too great um, you know this topic you treated today is more like a very rare topic that not usually talked about even in church exactly Thanks. thank you very much at least you you kind of reminded me of what we were told once in a while about if you don't have sexual drive go see a doctor at first sounded funny but that's it thanks for today's teaching i'm really blessed thank you for your comments i really appreciate it the truth is it is normal you know it, that's another lie of the devil to tell you something is wrong with you and then a, a, a stray a stray guy somewhere will now tell you okay the only way you can take care of it is just let allow me help you you do it once it will stop and after that once uh, he will come again definitely next one and then before you know it, it has become a lifestyle so there is nothing wrong with you when you have that desire right just ensure that you are not feeding it from any with any material and then follow this strategy to deal with it and you're good and when you get into marriage i'm telling you enjoy love making sincerely speaking it is not the plan of god that we learn love making as singles Mm-mm. it's not his plan i tell you that i had sex uh a few times while I was single. When I got into marriage, sincerely speaking, I had to learn, sincerely speaking, with my wife, I had to learn. So whatever it is that I, I think I knew before didn't make sense. Every couple is different and you learn it differently with God in it. <laughs> Some of the things I do, it's Holy Spirit that will tell me, I tell people this and they think it's a joke. So that's just it. So wait for it. When you get married, I'm telling you, it, it, it's a wow. Thank you for your comments. God bless you. Okay, good evening, sir. 
Is someone speaking? Uh, good evening, sir. Good evening. If you are now. this topic I just remembered something while you were saying it just like uh, Nene's book um, we don't we don't talk about this in church we don't talk about this at all and when you started mentioning names of um, parts of the body you know um, it used to be something so heavy for a lot of people to talk about but you said something Mm -hmm. that if you don't talk about it, it means it has overwhelmed you, and that's the truth. If you don't call them the way they should, it means it has overwhelmed you. So, thank you so much for that word. I just remembered something while you were talking about um, um, refraining from sexual activities till marriage. And I remembered once somebody told me one, one time when we were discussing this, um, the I think the guy it was a guy. The guy told me, uh, if you said you won't do this now, so what happens when you get married? When you start giving birth, do you want them to tear you? You know, you know. I I <laughs> it was kind of you know. I at that stage I had to think about it again. The lie and the deceit. It says okay, we're doing childbearing because um, your body has not accustomed to this sexual whatever um, before it means when you're giving birth they will have to tear you or the baby you know the baby will give you tear do you want tear you know things like that and i don't know um yeah when he said it initially i kind of started thinking about it but i thank god that on the long run um, god helped me to erase that a negative thought out of my head and a lot of things so there are a lot of lies a lot of schemes pertaining this yeah. particular topic and you also mm. spoke about uh, the internet there are lots we see online these days there are lots and one thing about the mind is once your mind captures it <laughs> You mm-hmm. think that is what you, you you've seen, no? But when you go back now to lie down, it brings out mm-hmm. everything you have viewed during the day. It, it just mm-hmm. plays it back for you, and you see yourself mm-hmm. now meditating on these things, you know. So internet is something we should intentionally, in fact, we should make it as a point of duty not to intentionally not watch and view some things because it's the mind it just plays it over in our head it plays it over and over again so thank you so much sir i learned a lot from it thank you you're welcome it's what you feed your mind that actual that either uh, edifies you or pollutes you that's the truth whatever you feed your mind with either edifies you or pollutes you and for the for the one you talked about uh tear and other these are medical medical issues it has nothing to do with either having sex or not having sex it has nothing to do with it okay uh my wife will lay more emphasis on that it has nothing to do with it these are there are medical issues when it comes to childbearing and it will not in any way impact your love making Yes, somebody can be having sex and having sex, and then when it gets to uh, giving birth, and there will be a need for that year or something, is I, I think that has to do with the size of the child. Sometimes that's with the size of the baby. When the baby is too big, 
family they are either they go through cs or then they go they go that way it has absolutely nothing so these are these are uh, strategies subtle ways that many have fallen you know i'm glad that uh you didn't give into it there are many lies out there some will tell you uh when you are in your period that once you have sex the pain will reduce that's a lie it's it's a lie sincerely it will not reduce it will not stop it may do as if it's stopping the pain at that time because you are having the sex finish it let it come back is woman not having uh, a period the pain will still come keep going okay hello i i hope you can hear me okay yes, um, yes to add to the um, uh, comment about uh, what that guy told me just like uh, john said the guy was just telling like number one um just like he said the size of the baby yes number two also the size of the woman's uh, hips you understand in terms of narrow pelvis and a wide pelvis all those things play a role in childbirth and even what he said about you know um, having difficulty in childbirth the person that is getting married and is pregnant doesn't the person have a husband by his by her side to continue the sex so that uh, it is easier yeah if we are going by his mindset mm-hmm. if we are going by, by his mindset so all those things are just a way to get into the pants of women mm. and all that so um that it's not necessary another thing i want to talk about you know we have talked about triggers and there's also one thing my husband did not mention i'm coming from the female aspect please if you're not hearing me you can let me know so that i can increase my my voice now for us as women we go through certain stages in our cycle each month and once you enter into your ovulation as a woman you don't even need to look at any internet page or anything your body calls for it because it's the way god has designed it i mentioned that as the intrinsic uh, factor okay yes normal now is the way god designed it because at that time the body is designed to allow conception to take place so your body your mind everything will start thinking about sex because it's the way god designed it. the hormones the hormones are actually responsible for it now as before i got married it was an issue for me until i had to pray concerning it you know i didn't know that was what, what was triggering it i just kept thinking maybe it was just i'm always thinking about it or something like that until the holy spirit made me realize that my body is designed to function that way then he asked me a question who controls your body mm. are you controlled by the flesh or are you controlled by the holy spirit mm. i know john mentioned declaration so when that time of the month reaches and the body is acting up because of the way god designed it to act i make declarations mm. and those declarations were inspired by the holy spirit mm. i am not governed by my body i am governed by the holy spirit write that down somebody write yes. that down take it again i am not governed by my body i am governed by the holy 
I am not governed by my body. I am governed by the Holy Spirit. Before you continue, can you can you lay your hand on your on your body and and, and make that say, say that after me? I am not governed by my body. I am governed by the Holy Spirit. That's it. Let's go on. Okay. So as you continue that uh, declaration of that confession, yes, it is a desire the Lord has put as the engineered the body. But just as I have said, I am governed by the Holy Spirit. The time is not now. Therefore, my body is subject to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And just as John said, every sincere prayer mm. to God, He answers. That's right. As long as it is the sincerity of your heart, mm-hmm. that your desire is to please Him and not to please your body, mm. He answers that prayer. You'll be so shocked that those periods path without you feeling you are going to feel like that mm-hmm. but it's not going to be overwhelming mm. the fact that you're always thinking about it mm. at that time mm. so that is another angle i am bringing because you can decide to shut out internet some pe- there was even a period i was like i wouldn't watch any movie that had any romantic scene <laughs> and all that but at the end of the day, I was still having those thoughts. Mm. That was when I realized what was happening. Mm. So that is another angle to it. So for us as females, it will always come. Mm. So when it comes, know that God has got your back mm. and He will help you. He said, No temptation is too great, mm. and that He will always give you a way of escape. Mm. So He will always give you a way of escape. Mm. Rely on the Holy Spirit. Before we take a, a, a more comment, the Lord just dropped in my heart. I, I don't know who it is. You've been lately uh, having dreams where you are having sex in a dream. I pray for you. By the mercy of the Lord, whatever spirit it is that is coming to defile your body, today is sanctioned in the name of Jesus. That spirit declared judgment in that spirit in the name of Jesus. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and therefore, whatever comes and tends to pollute you is disallowed in the name of Jesus. Purity shall be the expression within you and without in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Any other, any other comments? <clears throat> Anyone else? Okay, great. I guess I have to round it up here. Okay, please pray. Please pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for this time and this opportunity. We thank you for this teaching that we have received. Even the one that the man of God has not said, we know that you will explain it and expand it to that which personally concerns us. May we, as we have received it, may it not be stolen. Amen. May it accomplish that which you have sent it to accomplish in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. We shall walk according to your leadership yes, and that we will stay connected to God all times and a constant awareness of the Lord. Amen. And that we will not do 
things by willpower, by strength. Amen. We rely on your strength, precious Holy Spirit. Amen. Have your way in our hearts. Yes, Lord. Have your way in our minds. Yes, Lord. Have your way in our thoughts, Lord. Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Your word speaks as a man broken, so therefore, let waters, living waters that flows from you overcome flow from us, flow out to us in the name of Jesus Christ. And for everyone that has given into temptation, we ask for your mercy, O God. And we ask for your cleansing. You said the broken and the contrite heart will never despise. Thank you. We receive your mercy and your love in the name of Jesus Christ. You always give us second chances. Yes, Lord. Thank you for another opportunity to live for you. Thank you another opportunity to live our lives according to you. Yes, Lord. We bless you, Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. We lift up your son that you have used to bring forth your word this evening to mm. encourage your children. Lord, we ask for your blessing upon his life. Amen. That he will stay connected to you in mind, body, soul, and spirit. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And that he has desire will always be to please you in the name of Jesus. Amen. He will not be led astray. Yes, he will stay connected to you at all times in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. God bless you. We we'll commit the rest of the evening to your hand. Yes, Amen. Thank you so much, guys. God bless you mightily.